So, Sean, my reason for playing the song, and don't take it all the way down, no, keep no, it under no. there. My reason for playing the song is twofold. One is, well, it might be multifold. One is because I'm trying to impress our guests today, the members of the Intoxicats. They look impressed. No, they don't. <laughs> but, but, but they don't look dissatisfied. No. Which is good enough for me. If they're like, no, this is cool, this is rad. Walter Wanderley, you know, when you talk about a certain vibe, right? Like you talk about a certain aesthetic. Walter Wanderley is up there with Martin Denny for me as a guy who could craft this sort of exotica. I, I, I hate the term. Uh, what's the term I hate? I can't remember. Uh, oh, space age bachelor pad music. I don't really love that. I mean, although there are people who did that, but this kind of groovy, cool, like, go ahead, turn it up a little, little bit. want to hear this all day every day absolutely not but do i love it when it comes up absolutely it's I a do. mood lifter dude crickets <laughs> for anna maria is a song that so many people have done and covered up to and including you'll notice the spice girls multi-platinum <laughs> album record on the wall over there when emma button went solo baby spice she did a record uh that is one of the, it's by far the best post Spice Girls album there is, where she does nothing but this kind of stuff, and she <laughs> does an actual vocal cover of Crickets for Anna Maria. Brilliant. And Walter Wanderley is just, he's up there, and I don't, I, I think that of the last 300 plus guests we've had, not one of them would give a shit about this song, except for the people who are going to be welcoming in today. And I know they appreciate it because I appreciate them. So I wanted to start out that way. My name is Brian Oak. That is Sean Bernard. It is episode 335 of the Brian Oak Show. Is that possible? Is that mathematically? Like, I mean, like, there are people who say there are certain supermassive black holes. The universe hasn't been around long enough to form. Is it possible that we've done 335 episodes of this show, Sean? I mean, it's probable, not possible. You're, what? You're my Carl Sagan. You are <laughs> yeah, my Carl Sagan. That's all you Sagan. needed to know. That's all that. the math and science you needed out of me for one day. I Well, and I appreciate it. Yeah, we're not coming back to you. For, <laughs> we're not doing any more math check-ins by yeah. any stretch of the imagination. Episode 335 of the Brian Oak Show from the Smart Start MN Studio here located in on today, what is a perfect, oh. gorgeous late summer day, I know some people love the hot. They love the humidity. I hate them both. Today is a perfect, perfect day. Did you feel good walking in here today? Oh, man. Just refreshed, I mean, ready to go. How come every time I ask you a question, I well, feel like I'm getting the most sarcastic answer I've ever gotten? Because when we, when we get a little older, there's always something. You know, There's always something in the back of your mind that just pissing you off i gotta oh. talk to my tax guy today yeah and then also will they ever finish the 50 the uh, uh minnehaha parkway and cedar construction for god's sake here's the weird thing you man I, it's been going on for four months both live less than <laughs> yes. two miles away from this place and it takes all fucking day to get here man i know but i mean again in the grand scheme of life's great tragedies <laughs> there's much worse there's much worse for That's instance true. you could drink and drive which is a super dumb idea don't just don't but if you do we have friends the smart start mn people can get you back in your car sooner and for less money than you might otherwise expect they have have this weird thing called the ignition interlock and it's not weird it's just it's unusual and unexpected you're like oh fuck i drank and i drove and i'm an idiot and i hate myself and my life is ruined well let's unruin your life 
one step at a time, right? And Smart Start MN can help you do that. Yeah, it may seem a little weird to blow into this doohickey so that you can drive your vehicle, but what's even weirder is having to take a taxi or an Uber everywhere you go and spending thousands and thousands of dollars doing that for the six months that your license is gone. But like actually thousands and thousands of dollars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't do that. And not only that, but these are people who are not going to judge you. No. They're not people who are trying to be like... Well, look at what you've done. They, these are people who are willing to sit down and talk with you. They are good friends of Sean and I, and they are people who understand these things happen. Now, what do we do next? Like, they're not really interested in hanging on to the past, unlike your, oh, I don't know, say spouse or family or whatever. They just want to move you into the future, and they're really good at what they yeah, do. Yeah, they'll save you some extra money, too. It's already super affordable comparing to having to take Ubers and taxis all over the place. Go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. That'll get you 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock. You know, I'm looking for the information I brought up about our guest today, the Intoxicats, and all I can find is something called, oh, it's not good. Oh, no. Anyway, we're going to talk to him soon. I Apparently, I was busy listening to Human Cannonball by the fucking butthole surfers here so i need to i need to let that go uh we're going to talk to them shortly because they are they they appreciate the tiki vibe they appreciate the modern bachelor pad space age music vibe but they're also really good at it, and they take a clever approach to it, and they're going to be part of the Great Minnesota Get-Together. Today is Thursday the, what's the date today? The 17th. That seems right. One, <laughs> one week from today, <laughs> the Great Minnesota Get-Together kicks off, and it's hard to imagine summer's come and gone so quickly. It's not over yet. No. And in fact, next week, have you seen the forecast? Is it like 90s every day? Oh, you wish it was 90s is every day. Is it just day. brutal? Less than a week away, 105 degrees. No way. Before dew point. Oh, no. We're fucked. Fuck this. I hate it. Oh. I will move to Mercury. You tell me <laughs> how to get there, and I will move there. Oh, yeah. No, no. You're welcome. And look forward to, you know, your lovely tiki clothes are spectacular, and I like them a great deal. <laughs> but Amy and Rick, you can say goodbye to those fucking. <laughs> exactly. No. Ring the salty sweat out of them and then try to find the salt removing de- detergent to wa- wear them for the next day. Anyway, we'll talk to Intoxicats coming up because they're both great people. In fact, the entire band are great people, but we're going to be talking to the the figureheads, if you will. The 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 what do they call the heads on Easter Island? Maui? Oh. Moa. Moa? Moa. Holy shit, you have an actual wow. tattoo on your arm. We might have to bring up their mics early. Go ahead, bring them up right now. They're called oh, they Moai. Have them. Moai. Moai. Yeah. Now, the thing about the Moai is most people recognize the heads from Easter Island, right? But they don't realize that years later, there were great excavations done, and they're literally 20-plus feet tall, full-bodied statues, most of which are buried in the earth. Some have been unearthed and brought up to revere the ancient past, Easter Island doesn't make any sense, all right? There was only so much to do there to begin with. They used all the trees. It was over. Where did the rocks come from? And where? how did they move the rocks to where they were? And why were they carved? Why did they face inland and not outland? Some of them faced outland. I want your best elevator speech, 30 seconds, no more, because we have to move forward from each of you 
the fuck is a moai? Uh, spinal Tap. No one knows who they were or what they were doing, but their legend lives on, hewn into the living rock of Easter Island. Amy? Uh, oh, my God. How did she yeah, follow that up? That. How did good, she follow that up? Good luck, on, Amy. Man. Good luck. Um, they're uh, super... All right. Big. <laughs> without, 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 really? going, without going to the supernatural some weirdness of it all. Hats. They do, actually. Yeah. And okay, like st- some of them are still red and white hats. Yes, I get yes, it. Yes, yes. So let me ask you this then. It's one thing to understand their ancient and spiritual nature. But there's, it's another thing entirely to decide, I'm putting one on my arm. Why did you put an actual tattoo of a Moai on your arm? Well, I've been oddly fascinated by Moai my entire life. Which makes sense because nobody knows. I know. And when I was a little kid, I used to love drawing them and I would draw them all the time. So I sketched this one up, which is the tattoo that Rick and I have. Yeah. Um, And I just, I was just really fond of it. And I just kind of fell in love with them and then decided, yeah, this is going to be something I want for indelibly put on my body for the rest of moving all time. forward for the rest of the podcast don't say anything like that with any reticence because you know what if you believe it then yeah. you believe it and that's the yep. only thing that fucking matters yeah they both are beautiful i just i can't believe i brought up the moai <laughs> without realizing you both had tattoos on your arms I mean, of the to, moai to be fair they're pretty irreverent little moai they're not exactly you know True to form. They're not exactly accurate. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> they were just an interpretation that you enjoyed and you yeah. decided to put yes. in your body? Yeah. yeah fuck reverence. Right? <laughs> that, that, that is the kind ultimate of my philosophy. Yeah. Same, same. It's the Brian Oak Show. That is Sean Bernard, by the way. Sean, we haven't said a proper hello. How are you today? Oh, man. Never hi, Sean. Better. Yeah. Hey, guys. Yeah, How hi. are you? Great. I was looking forward to having you in today, and now I'm I, I'm still happy to have you here. Oh, good. This that is great to have you here. We're only a few minutes in. And nothing's been ruined. I so was far. looking forward to having you in today, and I'm like, these guys are. This is great. All right, we're gonna go deep on <laughs> Tropicalia. We're gonna go even deeper on the Moai because I know that they are visitors from an ancient past, and we'll get into that. What the fuck happened to the people on Easter Island? I expect full deep answers from both of you coming up. We're also going to talk about what the rest of the year holds for Intoxic Cats. Maybe the best. Exotica band that we have in the yes. Twin Cities? Yes. I mean, I only say maybe because I'm certain there are one or two people who are sitting in their basement right now, like, playing on, like, a monkey skull, you know, that, like, I've never <laughs> heard of before. Like, they're doing some sort of weird, like, thing with spoons on a monkey skull. I'm like, that's pretty fucking sweet. Well, we but, know that guy. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I know you do, but he hasn't been on the show yet, so I'm going with it. The best Exotica and cool sort of Tropicalia band that we have in the Twin Cities. But before we get to them and the rest of their music, which you're going to hear a bunch of and learn about what they have in store for the rest of 2023, I have a song I want to play. Um, there's a scene in the movie High Fidelity with John Cusack, mm-hmm. right? And let's be honest, if you've ever read any of the books that that guy wrote, I can't think of his name right now, all of his main characters are kind of dicks. And even in High Fidelity... John Cusack's character is not a shining white knight. He's a dick. Um, But he works at a record store and he loves music. And at one point, there's that little bald, moby-looking nerd who works in his store. And he's like, hey, what are we listening to? 
And he's like, oh, actually, it's the new Bell and Sebastian. Do you like it? And then Jack Black comes bursting through the door and tries to play Katrina and the Waves, walking on sunshine to raise the mood because he knows John Cusack's in a bad spot in his relationship. And John Cusack turns it off, and he's like, and Jack Black says, I'm sorry, whatever. Play whatever sad bastard music you want to. But I've always loved Bell and Sebastian through every phase of their career. Not every single song, but there are a lot of them I love. And this one I wanted to hear on the show today. And when we come back, Intoxicats on The Brian Oak Show.
So apparently in Scotland, half the people are in bands because the number of incredible <laughs> music that comes out of Scotland is almost impossible. Bell and Sebastian have been doing what they do for more than 25 years, and I love virtually all of it. And again, we each like our own thing, right? But actually, it's the new Bell and Sebastian. Well, it fucking sucks, a.k.a. Jack Black. Um, <laughs> I'm Brian Oak, and that is my friend Sean Bernard over there, and we're joined by Rick and Amy Meyer from Intoxicats. First of all, to both of you, I want to say hello. Thank you for coming back in. Great to be here. Thank you for having us. I, I, lovely. I Here's the deal. Like, you know, like, I bet we don't share, if we look at the Venn diagram of the things that we all hold dear, right? I'll mm-hmm. bet that there are areas that we... I don't care about what you care about and you don't care what I care about, but I bet they cross over a lot more than either of us would think, especially when it comes to musicality. Here's why I say that. You sent me a bio that said, and please allow me, originating from the tropical islands and frozen tundra, intoxicats were born of a fevered a fevered haze one steamy, steamy summer night on an island in the middle of the Pacific. Now, we're going to get right back to the bio, but first, is that true? Is yes. this where this was born? Yeah. 100%. Where? The North Shore of Kauai. Yep. In Hawaii. In, in Hawaii. Hawaii. Right there. So, prior what? to that, no Intoxicats had existed. No. That nope. night, it became a thing. It became yep. a thing. How? Well, like, like, what was the moment, if you don't mind me asking? We, Amy and I had a place it on Kauai. It was sex, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh. We had a place on the North Shore of Kauai for a few years, and we became friends with Todd Rundgren's wife, Michelle. Right. She right. has a tiki bar on the North Shore of Kauai, uh-huh. and we used to spend a lot of time there. A, it's a tiki bar. B, she would often pick up the tab. So that's great. <laughs> Woo-hoo! And, oh, we're, there, <laughs> and we're, we're there one night hanging out, and Michelle was like, I built this place so that I could play music, but the local... Uh, you know, HOA or whatever wouldn't allow her to make noise. Really? And I was like, well, let's start a band. We can play other places. She's like, yeah, let's start a band. And then we started doing it. And my background is is like commercial music and film music and stuff. So were the two of you already together at this point? Yes. Us two? Yeah. Okay. But, but I mean, like, so I asked, like, and you were already both playing music independently or together at this point? Not much. No. no. But yeah. like, so this was sort of the moment. Yes. Right? Yeah. This was the Intoxicats moment. Yeah. Please continue with your story. Yeah, so we decided to start the band. I have this background of doing all kinds of weird bags and knew a lot of great musicians from studio work. Mm -hmm. So we started writing some things and started booking some shows, and within a year we were playing at the the biggest tiki event there is really in the world called Tiki Oasis out in San Diego. And we played that year, and it was a riot. Any Hawaiian shirts there? A little bit. Just a few. Just a couple. Just a couple. I hate to be a dickhead. I'm sorry. <laughs> please, please proceed. You know, if, if there's such a thing as coconut cosplay, that's it. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, oh, that's a new one. I we're like going to keep that. We're yeah. keeping, keeping that. that one. I'm actually going to call my new reductive synth side project coconut, coconut cosplay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm already building the website fast. in my mind. <laughs> so we've had, we've had a couple of people come and go. Um, Shag, yeah. Shag, if you're listening, we're... We're going to need your help to make this website. We were just hanging out with him two weeks ago. Yes. Shut up. Yeah. yeah. He shag, inter- shag. He introduced us uh, at the Big Kahuna. At the Big Kahuna 
Which we just played, the Big yeah. Kahuna Bash. All right, we're getting ahead of I know, ourselves. We're yeah. talking about Big Kahuna in a moment, and Amy, you're going to be in charge of telling me about you it. You got to stage that stuff. Yeah, so <laughs> we have to. Right, right. <laughs> we um at at different points we've been as many as twelve people, down to six. Somewhere in between happens pretty often. Well, let's be honest. The overhead with six people's much yes. more profitable than the overhead with twelve people. However, playing with a huge sort of bonanza of people and when it's at the right place and the right time and everyone's on the same page, there's probably nothing else quite like that, right? Right. Yeah. It's, it's huge. Uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty epic. Especially wow. You've for seen us, us with yeah. the full group. I have. Yeah. I just, you know, and I was like, why aren't they asking me to come up there and help play coconuts? But <laughs> I, I stood there. Because you would do the python. I stood there with my eyes wide and no one ever said, we need someone else on coconuts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, get up here. <laughs> you do the horse Because I, I look yeah. across this small stage with 12 people and it's like, you know, we need more people up here. <laughs> Great idea. Let's get Radio's own Brian Oak up here to play hmm. coconuts. Yeah. He doesn't even know how to play music. <laughs> exactly. But I feel like it would be important to add a, a 13. Oh, 13 is unlucky. That's why you stopped there. Oh, then we have to get 14, and then we yeah, bring yes, Sean up. Right. Yeah. yeah, and what do I do? Yeah. You know. You play the living... Triangle? The, the, oh, no, 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 the washboard? No, you play the living King Cobra. You hold oh, it up hell and, yeah. and try not to get yeah. bit. Yeah. That's, I mean, we're trying to make it It's a once-in-a-lifetime gig. Any, anyway, yeah. it starts and it erupts on a, on a, on a I was going to say a foreign island. Yeah. Here's the weird thing about Hawaii that people don't realize. You go there, you don't have to exchange any money. It's America. Right. And Your it's, money still spends. And right. it's still foreign as hell. It is. Exactly. Like we were there almost 10 years. We owned a house down there. Wow. Yeah, it was great. And we never quite felt local. You know, everybody just kind of gives you the side eye. Oh, you're it's a Holly. Like, hey, Holly. Yeah, we uh, Holly. Holly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, everybody was friendly enough, but we weren't part of the team. You know? well, no, and, no, you're And not we didn't from expect Hawaii. to be. Yeah, no. and that's okay. Yeah. They didn't that's okay. think you came out of the volcano. No, we didn't We didn't hide that. You know, yeah. we're just like who we are, and it was fine. Yes. So anyway, we started playing a lot of gigs, which brings another great point up. Uh, we played Psycho Susie's a lot. Yeah. The oh, upstairs was sense. just wonderful. R.I.P. It was our home bar, oh, yeah. and now they're shutting down. Yeah, and, so sad. Yeah. I'm not even that big a tea. I mean, I am a big tiki guy, more in terms of the music, not in terms of the lifestyle or sure. the wardrobe. But I do like the vibe very, very, very much. Mm-hmm. And I would, for like my daytime stuff, my days start at 4 a.m. So often they'd be over by noon. I'm like, everyone I know is working. I'm going to go eat lunch at Psycho Susie's and mm-hmm. maybe have a cocktail. And I would go there and it would be nice and mellow. And I love the vibe. I love the outside. I love the inside. I loved everything about it. I hate, hate, hate that it's going away because, mm. again, not a deep advocate of tiki culture. But, man, I feel like everybody could use a little tiki culture in your life. Amy, let me ask you this then. So you're in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. You're enjoying the high life. You're doing the thing. Why in the fuck would you move back to Minnesota? Ah, uh, you know, we weren't there all the time. Yeah. And so our house was just sort of, you know, it would, we would rent it out to people uh-huh. so they could have a wonderful, fabulous, you know, vacation experience there. Right. But they were mostly dicks. <laughs> and so. I love that you said that because I feel like that's people. Yeah. Whether yeah. or not they're renting from you or not, most yeah. people are dicks. But if people who are renting from you, are, and when you say dicks, did yeah. they disrespect the property? Were yes. they just, did yeah. they all oh, see Lo- that's there not was cool, lots of, man. You know, like there was lots of fire. <laughs> you know, that's not I'm good. sorry. <laughs> like like the, the place being well, on fire? Somebody tried to burn down the kitchen one yeah, time. Yeah, oh. we came back one time and, and the, the once white stove was 
blackened. Blackened. And I hmm. was like, no one, no one thought to tell us that was that an sucks. issue. But anyway, I, I digress. Hey, just but, wanted to let know. you know, we burnt your kitchen. Yeah. But thanks so much. Great place to stay. Would recommend five out of five yeah, stars. Yeah, yeah. And they don't tell you about the kitchen. Also, it's like, you know what would be cool? Let's shit in the washer. <laughs> well, or close it wasn't to quite it. That bad. But like but, someone did not shit no, in the washer. But they threw like dirty shoes in there and it just ruined it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's that kind of stuff. I think it just the, added I up. I think the my favorite one was when they used charcoal in the gas grill. That was that was quality. Just melted it. They almost are set you, fire to the ho- exterior of the house. Are so, you, you an know. idiot? I mean, like again, yeah. I'm a charcoal guy, but I'm not against a gas grill. <laughs> and I'm not even a very good griller. But you believe Sean, in segregation, I, is what I, you're saying. No, no. Well, between gas That's and charcoal, saying. yes. Yes, I do believe <laughs> that charcoal and gas, never the twain shall meet. So you find yourself back here, but you're yes. still enamored of tiki culture. You have been your whole life. Amy, when's the first time it hit you? Like, and when's the first time you're like, this is fucking cool? Was it, was it the weather? Was it the travel? Was it the cool red shirt that you're wearing right now? <laughs> was it the style of the music? What about that particular culture? And I, I, I feel like tiki culture puts too fine a point on it. It's obviously the Polynesian islands. It's obviously this incredible, wide, and varied culture. And from island to island, it changes radically, right? Right. But something drew you to that. When do you think that first happened? Oh, I th- well, I mean, for me, I, I was really into the kind of kitschiness of, of everything uh-huh. about, you know, kind of. Polynesia and, and and all the you know fantastic I don't know I just really liked the exotica of it all yeah and uh, and, and the music I loved Martin Denny the first time mm. I ever heard like you know Martin Denny I I just fell in love with it and I just wanted to hear that a lot as much as I could and it it sort of transported me somewhere else and I loved that feeling um, and then. The, it was the the tchotchkes, the you know collectibles, all the tiki mugs, things like that. We found our first ones at a at a yard sale not far from where we were living in Minnetonka, of all places, and fell in love. It was just a silly. Here's the thing: we're not alone. Thing, but, there you know. are a lo- no, no. It's not silly. I don't think it's silly at no. all. I, you look for these totems. You mm-hmm. look for these items, and if they speak to you, as I've said on the show probably a thousand times, you don't get to pick what you fall in love with right and when it happens you're like oh, this is my thing yeah, you know and yeah. again and it, I, I don't i don't get the impression that either of you use those totems or those items or the shirt you're wearing as a replacement for a personality i like both of you a great yeah. deal yeah. but we we're all, just saying you're not just your shirts to I'm us i'm not just a shirt <laughs> you're slightly more than a shirt i'm a blouse I'm, I'm a, a blouse. blouse yeah no yeah. and i nice blouse <laughs> i like to i like to make the s long on that blouse, blouse. <laughs> yeah no no you're more much more than that but you don't get to pick what you love, and when you find the things you love, you pursue them, which clearly Intoxicats have. We're going to talk about your upcoming gigs. We're going to talk about some other things as well, but we've already been talking too long without a song. Can we hear a song, please, by your band? Let's yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do Girl You Want. And we were talking about this just before we went on. Please. Um, this has uh, an amazing horn arrangement on it. Michael Nelson of Hornheads and now plays with Corey Wong all the time. Wow. Yeah, and so does Kenny. That's not a small feat, by the way. For people who don't know the name Corey Wong, now his guitar style is not my favorite guitar style, Mm -hmm. 
which is fine. Again, yes. we don't get to pick what we love. But to say that that guy is not one of the most talented guitar players working in America today would be uh, incorrect. He he has such wild talent, mm-hmm. whether he's doing his little or whatever he's doing, or whether he's just doing a straightforward melody. Corey Wong is amazing. Yeah. So our horn guys hooked up with Corey. We've essentially lost him oh. from Intoxicats. They'll still record with us, but they're on the road all the time now with Corey. <laughs> they're in like Just Brazil constant. and yeah, yeah, like of oh, course you know, they are. A couple of, of Thailand gigs, and you're yeah. like, of course you did. Um, but Michael did this arrangement. <laughs> Kenny Holman is our uh, woodwind player. He's on it. He also plays with Corey. Steve Strand plays all the trumpets. Uh, I. It's somewhere in the 60-track range in the horn part alone. Wow. I'm sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa. You mean on an individual track that we listen to, Yeah, there are 60 horn tracks? Yeah. So Man. each, each like Michael plays like six or seven trombone tracks. There's all these flute tracks, sax tracks, trumpet tracks. And we just kept stacking them up, so it just gets enormous. While I'm encouraged, I'm also exhausted already <laughs> yeah. before hearing the song. Yeah. Okay, well, let's just... We can just play and we'll talk about it after. Let's do it. Here yeah. you go. Intoxicats, right. their cover of Devo's Girl You Want on The Brian Oak Show.
Nice. Situated perfectly somewhere between the B-52s and Rammstein. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. <laughs> yes. The Intoxicats on the Brian Oak Show, who will get right back in very quickly. I don't think any of them have either lit their arms on fire during the course of a show, but I'll be honest, I haven't been to every show. I have no idea. Before we continue with the Intoxicats, I turn to my friend Sean Bernard, who is not only my friend, my cohort, my co-business owner, my co-podcast. I don't know. What do you call it? What, what do you call it when you control it? Uh, Lothar- no, not Lothario. That means you're messing Empresario? with the Empresario? Thank no. you very much. That works. Okay. I'll go with impresario. Yeah. In any event, Sean Bernard is a guy I know. And in addition to what he does for the show, he's also a realtor for Remax Results. How are things going? Things are good. Um, got a new listing coming up. Uh, meeting with the guy tomorrow, actually, uh, for a place not far from us in South Minneapolis. I decided to pull up this incredible ukulele song from the Intoxicats while we talk real estate. They said they were cool with it, and um, I feel like I need to be talking I mean, like I, this. I'll tell you what: if when you're tell talking, you something, let me tell you something about real estate. Okay, don't, don't. You know what? I'm not your casual. What? Your casual racism is That's not welcome not on the show. Somebody does a French accent suddenly. You know, come on. Is that what that was? That wasn't no, French. It, it, that was not French. French. It sounded like Ricardo Montalban, like siding up to a, a woman at the bar and being like, "Can I tell you something? Would you like to know what my favorite part about?" A woman is. I'll be honest. It's the vagina. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I totally stole that joke from SNL. Yes. Uh, years ago, Alec Baldwin yes, did this I bit. That. Yeah. Um, and it, but I, I'm glad I got a laugh out of it. And, yes. But it's not my joke. And credit where credit's due. That being said, my friend Jean Bernard, you do important work for people who are looking for a place to live. People who are looking for a place to move. People who are in transition. How do you help them? Mikasa. Okay, no, that's not true. No, people are not allowed to come and live at your house. You can't say things like that. If they're between houses and they need to just stay with me for three or four weeks, all they have to do is get permission from my wife. I was going to say, I cannot wait to talk to Brooke about this. (laughs) No chance. Bullshit. She's like, you said what? No, you're out. You'll be out, let alone them being in in any event. How how are things going? Things good? are good. If you know of somebody that's looking to buy or sell, get in touch with me, 612-859-2594. Last night, my wife and I decided to be spontaneous, which can be dangerous at times. And we went to see Hannah Vonderhoff. Uh, she performed with Tom Peterson and Stan, what's his last name? I don't know. Holy Hannah, Stan though, Kipper. At the Astro last, Cafe. At the Astro Cafe. Yeah, yeah. Mike Munson opened up. Blew the doors off. It was just absolutely a fantastic show. I love seeing bands like Intoxicats, bands like uh, Hannah. Of course, what's so great about her, she sends me a message afterwards. It was so great having you there. And it's like, this is why I do what I do, not just with real estate, this podcast, everything else. It's so great to be able to give back to the community. I donate a portion of every buy and sell to a local musician or band. And it's just cool to see people keep moving along with their music. Just so like these two that are with us today. If someone decided to sell their house today, they're like, you know what? I'm going to call Sean Bernard. It works out. They sell the house. They're like, but you better make sure that that portion of that sale proceed goes to Intoxicats. They could recommend the Intoxicats, and you're cutting them a check? Yes, exactly. The, I, like, uh, the, I like where this is going. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> well, the interesting thing is most people have a favorite band that they want me to donate to. But I'd say about 20% or 25% don't have a band in mind and i'm like i have plenty 
I have a lot of bands more than would, a few would like a donation. In fact, yeah. I have bands reach out to me saying, "Hey, just in case you're short of people to donate to, we would yes. love whatever you can give." So it's it's just you know it's not a huge amount of money, but it's just something to give back. As I've said so many times, music has done so much. It's probably saved my life, if I'm honest about it. Oh, um, I, I believe that wholeheartedly, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. The number of times I've been hanging by a fucking fingernail and I'm like, that was the song. All right, just get some sleep, Brian. Drink some yep, water. Yep. Go to sleep. Wake up in the <laughs> yep. morning. You're going to be better tomorrow, I promise. Yeah, so 612-859-2594. That number is also textable. So the Intoxicats are our guest in studio today in the Smart Start MN studios. What I love is part of the bio you wrote for me, uh, in addition to being born on a summer night in an island in the Pacific, it goes on to say, picture Gilligan's Island with access to MTV, Get Smart, Hawaii Five-O, and I Dream of Genie reruns, coupled with an open bar tab, shake and serve. Shit sounds fucking dangerous. But what I love about that and the reason that I think that we are philosophically inclined literally my two favorite tv theme show songs of all time are hawaii 50 we almost started with that today but i had to go with walter wanderley oh man whether it's the ventures cover or the original it's it's so good and then like the weird and like you get the big fisheye lens around the jet engine it's brilliant however my single favorite TV theme song of all time is and the cartoon unfolds and a weird little bizarre she doesn't really look very Middle Eastern but you know what I mean a weird little little genie pops out of the bottle and does this dance with these giant cat eyes and I Dream of Genie is likely and I'm willing to have it challenged but I would stand on this or at least I don't know if I'd die on this hill, but I'd certainly fight for it before I ran away to the background. It might be my favorite theme song of all time. For me, Mannix. Also fine. The horns come blasting in. Yep. But on the Hawaii Five O theme, that long shot where they zoom in. Yep. Oh, man, on the Illinois. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, I mean, like, so Jack Lord and Dano, but then they're like, Kagu as Moko are like, like <laughs> I mean, I, I am not trying to be racially dismissive right there. I just couldn't remember the names, but they're always like, Ba-da-ba-da. and then they do the freeze frame, which never quite looks very good. But you're like these names. You're like, your name is Mako. Like your real life name is Mako. Cool, man. Uh, my name is Brian. <laughs> We're talking to Rick and Amy Meyer. They're both from the Intoxicats. Now, the Intoxicats have been trafficking these waters for a great many years. Shark infested, though they may be, they seem undeterred, and you continue to do so. Here we are. Today is Thursday the, what, 17th? Is that right today? That seems right. Okay. Am I having deja vu right now? Yeah, Yeah, we we were already here. We already discussed that. Yeah, we talked about what day it is, but... It's hey, fine. you know, okay, well, it's very podcast. I'm an old man. All right. <laughs> the reason I brought it up is because we are literally one week from today at the great Minnesota get together, oh. which always is sort of, I love it. I, and this year I don't have to work there, <gasps> which is both a plus and a negative. The plus is I don't have to fucking work there. <laughs> the negative is like, why don't they want us to work there? I'm getting fired. Um, so <laughs> 
Whatever. Wow. But I know a couple of people are going to be working there, and that would be the two of you performing at the Great Minnesota Get-Together. Can you give me the hows and the wheres and the whys and how you feel about actually performing at the Minnesota State Fair? Yeah. yeah. We we played there four years ago? Yeah, no, pre-pandemic we played four there. Four years yeah. ago. And uh, same stage for us this year. First, I'm going to say uh, we're there the 30th and the 31st. In the afternoon, starting okay. at about 3 in the afternoon till about 6.30. Which there. is perfect, because yeah. if, you, if you're there past that, then you're dealing with the nightmare teenage dirtbags yeah. who are filling up <laughs> yeah. the, what do you call that area where all the games are? and oh, all the, the Midway. Midway, midway mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah. Yes. We're at the International Bazaar stage. Yep. Which is, I think it's a great stage. Yeah. Bizarre we played there before. Bazaar? Both. Okay. If we're there, it's we're both. We're there, it's <laughs> Um, you know, <laughs> when we played there before, I mean, you know, we're I a little love a good blue Hawaiian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're a little weird around the edges. It's sure. hard to figure us out. Things uh, like the "Girl You Want" song, you don't really quite know what song it is till you're about halfway in, and you're like, "Holy fuck, I know this song!" Yeah, I still remember the first time you came out to see us, and we played the Queens of the Stone Age tune. Oh my! Gosh. And just watching your face because wow. I knew you that were was a fan. A highlight. Of my life, I have <laughs> to say. We were there in the alley behind John Clifford's Hi-Fi Heron Records. Yep. And I came out, and I'm like, I've always liked tiki stuff. I've always liked this kind of stuff. This is my jam. And then all of a sudden, it, it uh, very much the same thing you're talking about. I was about 30 seconds in before I was like, fuck off. They are playing <laughs> Queens of the Stone Age. <laughs> fuck you. But also, if you want to kiss afterwards, I'm available. See? <laughs> so like any good date. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Fuck yeah. you. I'd like to make out with you. <laughs> yeah. um, so we're playing those two dates. <laughs> we're playing the those two dates, and it's going to be great. And we really like playing there. I think yeah, we had fun last time, right? Oh, it was a delight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, I didn't know what to expect. And I think we our opener was some Ukrainian youth clogging. Clog dancing I group. don't know. Yeah. Anyway. You know, how was the clog dancing? They, they were, were good. fantastic. Here's Their outfits were spectacular. This is what I love about that kind of stuff is you're like, if, if someone said, no, no, we're going for the clog dancing, I'd be like, fuck you. I'll be over at the Toronto <laughs> right. Pup thing. But if you happen to be there when the clog oh, yeah. dancing unfolds, your eyes get wide and you're like, that's pretty oh, fucking it awesome. Thing. It was a happening. Right yeah. on. <laughs> and these kids were into it. It was great. Yeah. I'll bet. So then we're like, we got to bring it too. Yeah, yeah. We have to bring our best clog dancing (laughs) vibe to what Intoxicats do. Yeah. And did you? Did you own it that day? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. We did. Fabulous. So let's talk uh, real briefly about the State Fair in general. I have gone every year except for two in my entire life. Mm. Um, I love it there. And And there were times where I had to work there 10 days out of the 12 days. Didn't love it quite as much. A lot of the magic goes out after day like three. But. Every year, my wife hates it. She hates it. For whatever reason, she doesn't want to be around people. She's from Chicago. She can't get her head around it. She's like, why do you people like this so much? I'm like, I don't know. First of all, quit calling us you people, all right? (laughs) (laughs) You racist piece of crap. That being said, um, but I mean, I've always loved it. So it's my daughter and I's annual thing. We go at least twice a year, even as civilians. I love the State Fair. Do you enjoy the State Fair? Other than when you're not working there, will you make a point of going? I I love it. I do too. I do. I've I had a few years where I we just we both were like, eh, don't yeah. need to go this year. Right. We went back, um, went the year we played, we actually played and then came back and just to, you know, absorb the whole 
magic of it again. Yeah. And it was fantastic. I love it. Are you a are you a horticulture building person? Are you a food person? Are you an animal barn person? Are you a machinery hill person? I mean, like when you go there, obviously it's a lot of people. It's mm-hmm. always hot. It's always uh, next week's gonna be fucking stupid. I'm so sorry for you guys. But we're the week after. Well, next week I, I know you are, yeah. but uh, no, it's no. gonna cool down. I can just feel it. He's got a good vibe. I, 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 I appreciate your positivity. Thank you. <laughs> I look forward to you not expiring. Um, uh, that being said, when it comes time to go out there, when you are going out as a civilian, what's your priority? I mean, like, do you like to go in the grandstand and do the shopping? I mean, like, what do you like to do? I, I love to. I love the horticulture building. I yeah. love the seed art. I have to see that every year. Everybody I love does. It's one of the heads, best. Oh, you know? I mean, I know right, that right, that's right. very. You know, no, it's not. It's the Minnesota State Fair. There's yeah. nothing cliche about it. Well, there's it. nothing, nothing like it. Where else you know? are you going to go in the country and see butterheads? I know. I mean, of young, sweet, thoughtful, powerful young Minnesotan and Wisconsin women. Yes. Where else are you ever going to go in your lifetime that you will see their bus carved in butter? At, by a person in a purpose-built refrigerated tube <laughs> that spins, that rotates. <laughs> You know, and I mean, come on, that heaven exists. Like it. Do you guys remember the one year that the spinning thing got really, really fast and it was just oh, no. butter splattered on no, the glass? Really? No. That would have been, been, be been just great, wouldn't it? See, now I feel like that's a good short film right there. Yes. yes. Like yes. we walk along, everyone will relate, and all of a sudden the person they're trying to carve. Yeah. Just faces up against the place. (laughs) Large Hadron Collider with butters and some local sculptor. The day the butter spun. (laughs) Yes. Remind remind me again when and where people can come out and see you for no cost other than getting into the gates. Where can people come and find you at the State Fair? August 30th and 31st. International Bazaar stage starting at about 3 p.m. going until about 6, 6.30. Let's hear another song if you don't mind. Tell me about this next one we're going to play. This next one is that international guy yes yes okay so uh local music uh i don't know what you'd call luminary it. luminary chris <laughs> lynch go on and hannah lynch have as started in, a thing as in eller and lynch yes. yeah like that chris lynch. yeah that, that chris, chris lynch. lynch okay so they started a thing uh chris steve price and luca gunther bought a uh record cutting lathe i'm listening that makes like floppies, like uh, oh, cheap wow. little one-offs. Old, yeah, like that you, are really like you cool. Got in the cereal boxes. Yes, or you used to get in Mad Magazine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Floppy. So they they started a thing called the Dada Duende Record Club. What? And we are the first issue. So it's also artists, illustrators, photographers, painters, sculptors. Yeah, you get a package. You get a, a mag, like a little, little fanzine goodies. Is yeah. there is there a website? Yeah, you know what? I'll I'll get it to you, and you can put it up. I'll with the dig. Thing. We'll yeah. make sure we'll to put it up. When we so, put this up, um, but I mean, like, it's a, it's like a that, new thing. It's as a an new old, little... well, it's a very old thing, but it's well, also yes. a cool new yeah. thing. Right, right. But like the idea of that is, I I felt a tingle today that I haven't felt in a little while. <laughs> us uh, too. When they approached yeah. us, because yeah. Chris was would come out and see us. He and Hannah. Yeah, they're just like I just love you guys. You know, if you know Chris, he's just in. He's that of guy. Course he is. And um, they were like, we're doing a record club, and we're going to do these records. And he has to cut each one real time I'll on bet. the lathe. It's insane. So he's heard this song like 150 <laughs> times. Um, but and we likely, wrote this song. Likely more. They gave us a mission, and the mission was the xenophile. Right. This whole issue is about the xenophile. If a xenophobe is afraid of the world, yeah, this is someone that embraces the world and loves the world and loves right. the and world, is willing to take it at face value. Yeah. So 
for this project, Amy and I wrote this song. Uh, she wrote the lyrics. I wrote the music, and it's called International Guy. You're telling me I can get that song on a cool, floppy... I mean, again, will they last past the apocalypse? Absolutely not. But little floppy disks that you can floor on your turntable that will not ruin your needle, will not ruin your turntable, 
will not last forever, but I will give you momentary joy, which is all that any of us really should be able to expect out of this life. Nothing lasts forever. That I would be able to do that? Yes, sir. Where? How? How? What do I do? Um, Where do I, I go? Uh, Dada Duende. I just posted it. No, you did. Dada Duende did. Record Club. I don't expect you to um, be their spokesman. We'll link to it. We'll link to it. That's uh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dada Duende Record Club dot com. All right. Um, I just I love the old school nature of it, and I feel yeah. like it fits your aesthetic very, very well. That's cool. Before we wrap up with Intoxicats, uh, we do want to thank Moxie Wealth Management, another sponsor here on the show. Moxie Wealth Management takes a comprehensive approach to looking at who you are and what you have. Wealth, I don't think, is a, lo- a word that a lot of us identify with. Most of us aren't like, well, let me get back from my yacht excursion. Then I'll take a look at my wealth dispersion. You know, you don't think that maybe you have wealth, but you probably have more resources than you think, or at least need to start working on the resources you do have before you get to the potential retirement age, which I'm not sure about in toxic cats. I'm never going to have enough money to retire. I hope you guys are ready to play for a long time unless one of you has a trust fund. We're trying so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Same, same. That being said, most of us have real work to do to make sure that our future is in a situation that it looks like an actual future, and that's where our friends at Moxie Wealth Management come in. Yeah, go to moxiewealthmanagement.com, set up an appointment to see where you stand and what you need to do. Let's just say you don't love your day-to-day job and you don't want to work forever. How dare you? Go to moxywealthmanagement.com. See what it will take for you to be able to retire somehow, someday. That's all I got. Keep going. No, that's all I, I got. I enjoyed that. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's all I Wow. That was lovely. Like, all, all <laughs> the three The way of that us, you looked into my eyes. I know. Was, there was a connection I'm there. Touched. All three of us were like, yes. Yeah. Can, can you sing can you an Ema Sumac song for me? <laughs> You know oh, what? First he, of all, he, I need to know. I mean, <laughs> you're you're going to be Googling that later. <laughs> but if you'd like me Google to sing the opening the of Oklahoma, I'd be happy to. <laughs> exactly. I know you can. There's a bright golden haze on the meadow. I thought we had to wrap this up. Yeah. <laughs> a bright golden haze and on scene. the meadow. Anyway, we got some, uh, we got to go. The corn is as high as an We'll let you know if you make callbacks, Brian. <laughs> Oh, what a beautiful Well, post it on morning. the high school wall if you're in or out. Oh, Can't you just turn his mic day. off? You know what? I- <laughs> yes! <laughs> For the first time ever. How fucking dare you. How fucking dare you. I will shut this shit down like there. I will t- I'll tell you what. I- oh my God. In any event, um... I, I didn't do very well in the tryouts for that show, and so I was Paul Carnes. It was the best role I could get in Oklahoma. But I did have a great song called The Farmer and the Common Should Be Friends. Oh, Anyone no. want to hear it? No. Nope. <laughs> He's just pissed off. I was like, that's it. Fuck you guys. Fuck I hope, you guys. I, I hope, I hope I it rains. I hope it rains on the day you're at the state fair. Just kidding. Actually, I hope that everything goes completely in the right direction for you. Let me ask you a question. So obviously in Toxicats, a couple of big shows for free, by the way. I mean, you have to pay to get in, but then people could just grab a funnel cake or whatever they want to jam in their gob and come and watch you for free at the Bazaar stage, which is cool. You know what's interesting? Uh, A few years ago, I had the woman who was in charge, and I cannot remember her name to save my life. She was in charge. She was sort of overall in charge of the entertainment stages, so she had this huge overview job, right, because there are literally dozens of stages there. It wasn't Bridget, was it? 
No, it wasn't okay. Bridget McGough. No, this okay. was this was someone else who was in more of an administrative role, okay. uh, not booking role. But she told me a fact that has stuck with me for years and years now. And she's like, when you think about the fact that it's 11 full days, when you think about the number of stages, the number of bands on each stage, the Minnesota State Fair is the biggest music festival in the upper Midwest, up to and including Summerfest, every single year. There's not a bigger music festival in the upper Midwest every year than the Great it's Minnesota Get-Together. So many bands. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, so if you're if you're a music head, you're like, I'm not paying 20 whatever dollars or 1750 to get in. Like, dude, there's a lot free there. Yeah, of course, a funnel cake or all oh, sweet Luigi fries. They will cost you 550 or whatever the case may be. But I, I love the State Fair. I'm a, I'm a complete fiend for it. I know working there is a different animal. You got to haul your gear. You got to park in a weird spot. You got to get all the way in there. But I know that you both love the Minnesota State Fair as well. Moving past the State Fair, before we say goodbye, Intoxicats, what does the rest, and I'm not looking for anything specific. You don't have to be prophetic. There are no promises being made here. I'm just curious. What does the rest of 2023 look like for your band? We have a uh, a tentative in December, like a Christmas if we're trying to figure out if we want to do like a holiday thing or not, but it's hopefully right next door here at the parkway. Nice. I'd say yes. Yeah. I mean, like you've heard like like low straight jackets, they have a Christmas record. In fact, they have two of them. I feel like you could do something adjacent, if not exact. I feel like you guys would be a perfect Christmas show band. I know. Yeah. Would you like to spend Christmas? Exactly. Would you like Christmas Brian Island? open up for you? Oh, I'm sorry. We're really busy. Oh, <laughs> Look, I can do it decently on Redbone because I know he's not fucking available, all right? Oh. I'll, I'll, put the, I'll put the mustache Ow. on. I'll wear the white outfit and the white hat and the sunglasses. What about, what about a Christmas-lyriced version of Tom Waits' What's He Building in There? <laughs> oh. Yes. There's tinsel under the sink, of course. <laughs> the jingle bells won't stop ringing on the mustard tree. <laughs> So yeah. that, that's only one of my few superpowers. There's not a song that you can give me that I know the lyrics to. I the saw only... blinking lights from <laughs> under the door. Some say that there were elves on his roof last night. He gets mail from the North Pole. <laughs> if you're still listening, okay, please listen, message me. That right there. <laughs> You and I could go for a minute and a half, and I'll walk off. I don't want any adulation. Yeah. I want nothing. The one superpower I have is there's not a song I can that, that's out there that I know the lyrics to that I can't do in a Tom Waits voice. There we go. There we go. Dude, what's he jingling in there? <gasps> that could be the we just the did show. it. We just did it. Well, you guys should do your own podcast, just Tom Waits stuff. Fuck you, Christmas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some other time. Oh my All right. God. All right. I like it. I just, I love it. Oh, I, 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 there were so many songs that came into my head that my selector broke. And so I just stopped doing it. Amy and Rick, it is lovely to see your faces again. We do have to part ways. Uh, good luck at the great Minnesota get together. Thanks, year. Brian. And Thank what's Thank ground you, zero for people who want to stay on top of what you're doing online? Uh, find us on Facebook. We tend to keep that up to date along with Instagram. Uh, Facebook's just Intoxicats. On Instagram, we are those Intoxicats. And then our website is uh, Intoxicats.com. And you can buy stuff from us, and we try to keep that up to date, too. Have you ever found a tarantula in a bunch of bananas? Oh, that'd be cool. Haven't, though. <laughs> no, 
would not be cool. <laughs> Wrong answer, Rick. Wrong answer. <laughs> we got one more song to wrap things up that I believe encapsulate a lot of what you do. I really am a huge fan of you guys, and I appreciate you both coming by today. Oh, Thank that's you great. very Thank much you. for coming in. Great uh, to hear. Tell me about this song and what it means, and then we are going to say, well, we're actually, we're, we're saying goodbye right now. I'm going to let you enter this song, and I am out the way. Oh, hula hula, wiggle wiggle. It's pretty, you know. Self-explanatory. Wait, the the message is in the title? <laughs> yes, it is, actually. Yeah, it's just a song about a girl with some mad skills and uh, how that impacts the uh, gentleman around her. <clears throat> in a little shack on the hidden beach everybody Here 
Joe Burgess is a registered representative and investment advisor representative of Securian Financial Services Incorporated. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Securian Financial Services uh, Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC. North Star Resource Group is an independently owned and operated. Moxie is affiliated with North Star Resource Group and is independently owned and operated. 2701 University Avenue Southeast, Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55414.